Hello, hello, and welcome to the Dear Citrus Diaries podcast. I am Lauren, your host and the human behind the Citrus Diaries community. The Dear Citrus Diaries podcast is an off branch of the Citrus Diaries community that was built over on Instagram and TikTok, as well as the website and so many more fun things to come in that realm. But the Citrus Diaries community is full of people looking to make sustainable changes in their life when it comes to health and wellness and food. And this community is a place to build those connections with people who are going through the same thing and looking for some support along the way. So I am so excited that you are here and that you are joining us. And in this podcast, we'll be talking about just the ins and outs of wellness, what that really looks like in a day-to-day life and being transparent with what the healing process looks like because as we know, healing is not linear and there's always gonna be some bumps along the way. So we are here to discuss the good, the bad, the in-between and just all of that. Through this podcast, you will hear my personal stories and the stories of people that I interview, as well as trend reports with the wellness industry and just kind of breaking down some things that are happening in the world of wellness and food. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to the Citrus Diaries community and to the Dear Citrus Diaries podcast. Now let's get on with today's episode. Okay, so I won't lie, today was a rough day. And I just kind of feel a little all over the place, a little anxious, you know, not quite myself, which is like very random because I haven't felt this way in a while. And I normally have my anxiety like pretty good in check and my mental health in check. But I was dealing with like some money anxiety, which is also so unlike me, because if you talk to anybody, you'll know that like I am always very confident with money and like very much in the mindset of like I will always have everything that I need and I don't really get stressed about that anymore as I used to but over the past couple days I was like so stressed about it because I like looked at my bank account and I was like no way my balance is where it's at and like it it was just like reaching the level of like what I keep as like my minimum balance and basically it's like enough money to cover two months of rent and car payment and utilities and and then that's like aside from my savings and so I was like looking I'm like what the fuck and then today it dawned on me because I was like waiting for another check to come in and I was like oh it's because I haven't transferred like any of my paychecks into my personal account because they've just been living in my business account which is like a whole other story which I'll get into later but They've been living in there and then I transferred the money over and I was like, oh, I'm I'm literally fine. Like, why am I so anxious? But then that anxiety has just kind of carried throughout the day and I did make the mistake of drinking coffee this morning and so I've just been like shaking. But yeah, so I had to go record for our work podcast earlier, which is really exciting. And I talked about organization on there, which is so funny because that's what today's episode is going to be all about. It's about routines, mental health, waking up early, all those things, which is kind of funny to record today when my mental health is not as great as it usually is. So yeah, my little life update is today's been rough and a lot of it has come back to I've had a lot of anxiety surrounding friends and I think having like a big group of friends is something I've always dreamed of and I've always dreamed to have like that best friend or like that person you can always rely on and like I do have that like I have a best friend she's been on the podcast before her name is Molly you all know her like I have a best friend but I have had friends 
have been in my life for a really long time and there are people that I always thought were going to be in my life for like basically the rest of it and a couple months ago they kind of stepped out of it and they haven't been back in it since and it has been so hard and I didn't think it bothered me as much as it really has and that kind of came to a head today when just like some things happened and I was like wow I really want to reach out to that person like and those people and I really want to like say hi or just like be in contact but I was really trying to one protect my boundary and my mental health and two just kind of look at it like okay for some reason whatever that reason is they had a reason to stop talking to me and to cut me out of their life and I want to respect that boundary even though it really hurts me and even though I will probably never get clarity on the situation, I want to protect that boundary. And that was really, really difficult because it just kind of reinforces this idea of like, am I always going to be lonely and like friendless? And like, am I ever going to have people come into my life that are really going to stick around? And I think it just made me feel really sad and stressed today because I am the person that I am so extroverted and I love being around people and I love being in social situations. But just after some things that have happened with friends, I mean, pretty much over the course of the past year, I have felt so much less confident in social situations and like making friends and stuff like that because I'm like well they're not going to stick around like they're not going to be here for the long run so almost like why am I putting the time and energy into this if they're not going to stick around and that is like such a sad point of view to look at life with because you know I always try to remind myself like people come into your life for a reason regardless of how long that is maybe it's only for a couple hours when you meet them for coffee for the first time and then you never see them again but there was some reason for all that to happen and something you gain from all of it and if it's just the perspective of how to deal with friendship losses and that is something so important as well and you know with all that being said it's still difficult to lose a friend and it's still difficult to lose friends that you've had for a very long time and not get clarity get closure on situations and I think it all just kind of reminded me of my breakup with my ex and like just like friend breakups and how when both of those situations happened and like any breakup in the past whether that be friend or relationship when those situations happen I don't really like have the visceral reaction like I'm not super upset in the moment I mean obviously it's sad not saying any of that but like I'm not having this like big reaction I'm not having this big reaction of like oh my gosh I just lost somebody I'm just like okay good riddance I'm done I'm detaching myself from the situation but then I get to like a couple months later and it's like all the feelings come to me And it's normally because something has happened that reminds me of that person or I want to go tell that person or I'm so far past it that I start having the mental capacity to analyze why that situation happens. And then I'm like, wow, I never got the closure I needed. And normally that's because I didn't make a point to get the closure. And so that has been a big learning moment of like, okay, if and when these things do arise in the future, this is what I need to do to protect myself and to protect my mental health. And so... All that just kind of came to me today. I mean, I've known those feelings for a while now, but it's still, it's, it's a lot. So 
yeah, mental health has been a struggle today and for the past couple of days. And this week has been kind of rough. I feel like when I get in moods like this, I get very self sabotage <laughs> And I just feel like, you know, I'm so sad or stressed, anxious, whatever, that like I can't have anything positive in my life. And normally that reflects within my relationship. I'm in such like a happy, healthy relationship right now. And I think sometimes when I look at it, I'm like, I don't deserve this because of X, Y, and Z, whatever that may be. It normally changes, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's really hard. And like, I really try to work to accept those positive things, even when negative things are happening, but you just get in this mentality and it's hard to work through sometimes. So that's kind of what's going on with me. When I feel this way, I load up on CBD. When I went to a naturopath a couple weeks ago, I was like, I need something for like in the moment anxiety and stress when like I like need to be calm, like whether or not that's when I'm working, I'm about to get on a client call, like I need to record for this, like anything like that where I know I need to be on, but I'm like extremely stressed and anxious. I was like, I need something. And she was like, okay, you should take CBD. Like this would be great. And so I started taking it. Wow. Is it a lifesaver? I have these gummies. They're 15 milligrams each. I want to say, I think that's right. And they really, really help. And I actually need to get a refill. I took the last one today, but they're super helpful. And I also take magnesium in the morning and at night, which I feel like just kind of keeps me like leveled and calm and not feeling all over the place for the whole day. So that's normally what I do to take care of myself and lots of water, lots of good whole foods and just things that I know keep me comfortable and feeling good. One of which is wearing comfortable clothing and just being comfortable in my surroundings. Maybe that's working from home when I could go into the office or things like that. And just being comfortable so that I don't need to focus on any of those other things that are making me uncomfortable. I just have to deal with the one thing. I'll be at my mental health. (laughs) So yeah, and kind of like going into what I really wanted to talk about for today's episode is the importance of having routines. I am a big routines girl. Like I thrive on routines and that probably comes from being very type A. And being type A is a a positive in a lot of ways because it really helps me stay on top of things, organize my life. Like I just, I don't know, need that structure. But also with that comes, wow, I want to do so many things at once and they all need to be perfect and I don't have all the time in the day for it. And, you know, I dealt with a lot of this at the beginning of college when I had to balance working part-time and school and making new friends and just like, All of those things, I had to figure out a structure for that, which I did. And then the transition between going to school full-time to working full-time, which happened a year ago last summer. Oh, wow. It was so hard because I didn't think I was going to have as much of a transition, but it was also like that was the first time living on my own. I was completely away from all comforts, meaning like parents, friends that I knew. Like I really was completely starting over, which I mean, I... I wanted I was ready to do so but it's still hard when you're trying to figure out all of that you're trying to figure out how to take care of yourself and then you're also trying to work full-time and show up at your job and do all the things there so I made a point to really figure out structures in my life and a big part of that was having a really good work life 
boundary, things like that. And that has what helped me the most. So I love Google Calendar, which I talked about on last week's episode. Go back and listen to that to hear like my quick organization tips. I do talk about that quite in depth. But using my Google Calendar to chunk out time for what I need to do in my personal life to take care of myself. And then like this is a chunk I'm working at my job. So my calendar right now looks like I have time set. So I normally wake up around 630 from 630 to 7. I get ready. I take my dog out like I do all those like self-care things. And then from about 7 or 730 to three, I work at my full-time job. So I have a chunk in my calendar from seven to three. Then from about 3.30 to like six, 6.30, I work on Citrus Diary stuff. So I have that chunked in there. Then from about 6.30 to, I don't know, like eight o'clock, I have a chunk in there for taking my dog on a walk and cooking dinner. And then after that, it's just kind of free to either come back, work on Citrus Diary stuff or relax and watch TV, normally both at the same time, or all of those things I have chunked out in my calendar just so I have those boundaries set and I know when to move in and out of one into the other, which has been very helpful for kind of just looking at my day, knowing what's coming ahead. I also thrive off of to-do lists. We use monday.com through work, which is so helpful for just like seeing everything in front of you. And I feel like this, having this structure, knowing what's coming lets me enjoy the weekends and like enjoy my time off because I know I don't have all these things I need to be stressed about and like having all of that allows me to really enjoy my time off my weekends having those structures makes it feel like okay I'm supported I don't need to have my energy in all these containers at once like I can really move out of one and move fully into the other and not kind of have one foot in one foot out all the time And I find that's really helpful for my mental health because I don't feel like I'm stretched in a million different directions and I can really like have my energy fully present in one, whether that's for work, my own business, my friends, my boyfriend, whatever it may be, I can be fully present, which I think is something that's so important for mental health and something that's not talked about a lot is like the importance of like being present and like being detached from things when you're done with them. And on that note like some tools that I really like for all that is like I said money.com and google calendar I keep my google drive very organized with things and I just try to like fully separate out all the components of my life like I was talking about on our work podcast today that I have different google chrome browsers for each of the businesses that I work in So I have one for Groove Street Creative, which is half of my full-time job. I have one for Happier with Habits, which is the other half of my full-time job. Then I have one for Citrus Diaries and like personal stuff. And that way, like I can close out of that Chrome browser and I'm like done with that component of work. Or like I can have all of them open if I know I kind of need to flow between them all, which is normally what my day-to-day looks like. I normally have all three of them open so I can you know, be fully working in grocery and happier with habit stuff. But then if I need to check my email for citrus stars, it's right there. And it doesn't take a lot of time to just pop in and look at that inbox. You know, I don't feel like I'm fully pulling myself out to like pull it up and look at it and then close out of it. Like I generally just leave it open, which I guess kind of is counterintuitive to what I was just saying, but you have to flow and do what works for you. I think it can work really well both ways, but 
once I'm like done, like I said, I close out of it. And I normally at the end of the day when I'm all done working on everything, I completely like quit Chrome, like I close it out completely. To me, this feels like I am fully closing those containers for the night, for the day, whatever. And I really am like closing my energy and like bringing it all back to me out of those entities and just back into myself, which makes me feel less like frazzled and strung out between all of the things. So yeah, having those boundaries is a very, very important part of staying sane when you work in three different businesses and you also have a personal life and a boyfriend and you're also like on a healing journey and trying to take care of yourself. And this was something I kind of struggled with over the summer because I knew I really wanted to be putting more time into Citrus Diaries and into everything that I'm doing for it. But I just felt like, oh my gosh, where are these hours coming from? Like, when am I doing them? Like I try to do so much and I knew I could do it. I just needed to find a system that would work for me. So what I ended up doing is I used to work 10 to 6 at my full-time job and I'm blessed with working for a company that lets you set your own hours and is very flexible in that regard. So I decided to change my hours and now I work from 7 to 3 like I said before. So moving those hours and being done early enough in the afternoon that I still have enough sunlight when I'm done with work to go outside and enjoy it and also like record the podcast and things like that and just know that I still have time to work on Citrus Diary stuff when it's not super late at night when I'm trying to relax or it's not really early in the morning when I just don't really feel inspired to do Citrus Diary stuff was really helpful and I think just like being cognizant that like okay this is what I need and it's okay to change things around is an important part of routines and boundaries is like yeah I can set this boundary and this might work for me for the next six months maybe even six weeks but just knowing like okay yeah it's working for now but I can always change it when things change and I probably will change it once it becomes summer and warm weather again and I want to be spending more time outside in the morning but for now when it's fall and winter I'm like I don't want to be outside when it's not warm out at least not as warm as it's going to get for the day and it's not always the sunniest so yeah I that worked for me and that's kind of how I've been balancing everything and also just like allowing myself to work on weekends which that might sound like I'm kind of breaking every rule that I just said before but I think when you have a side passion and this in my opinion really only goes for side passion things I'm not talking about your full-time jobs but if you have a side passion, like mine being Citrus Diary, so I'm going to speak from that point of view, allowing yourself to work on weekends and to work on something when you know you're like loving and enjoying what you're doing. Like I have been working on weekends the past couple of weeks to get my website all done. And while that may look like, oh my gosh, she's breaking that work-life boundary, I really wanted to be working on that. Like I was really excited. I was really lit up about it. And I also knew that by putting in a little bit of work on the weekends, I was going to eliminate some stress coming up in the week. And I knew like, okay, yeah, I got to put three hours in on a Saturday, but then that means I don't need to be overworking myself during the week. So it's just like flowing and doing the things that are good for your mental health. My biggest tip on how to get started with figuring out routines and just starting your journey of setting boundaries more is coming up with a list of everything that you need to do in a day for every day of the week and I did this like just in a journal I wrote everything down I said okay on Monday I know that I need to obviously wake up do my skincare routine take my dog on a walk then I need to start working 
I need to eat breakfast. I need to eat lunch. Then I stop working. I then work on Citrus Diary stuff. Then I take my dog for a walk. Then I go to the gym. Then I, you know, come home. I eat dinner. And then I relax. And I read a little bit before bed. Then I go to bed. And I have the times chunked out for all of those. And not saying you have to follow all of it to a T. But looking at it and being like, okay, I can visualize everything I need to do in a day. Then you go to your Google Calendar or wherever you keep your calendar and kind of chunk out those times with reminders and have them recur for every Monday. That way, like you're held to those boundaries to a degree. Like you can obviously move it around for each day. But just having those structures in place and knowing like, yeah, I got to grind while I'm at work, but I know when I'm done, I have this to look forward to. And I have this going on in my personal life that I'm really excited about. And like just things like that. I even have reminders in my Google Calendar for when each of the farmer's markets are around my area. So I know like, okay, I have a really busy Saturday coming up. I don't think I'm going to be able to get to the farmer's market this Saturday. So instead, oh, I see on my calendar that there's one happening on Thursday. I'm just going to go to the Thursday one. So it's stuff like that where it just feels attainable and it feels like, okay, I can look at all this and I'm not scared and anxious. And it lets you be fully present in all of those things because you feel like you can really be in that moment and you don't have to be worrying about, oh shoot, what am I doing later? Oh, do I have plans with somebody? I don't know. When am I going to have time to do my skincare routine? What about going to the gym? Like, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, that's how I would get started with it. Make a list for every day, schedule out in your calendar, and then, you know, do all the other things that kind of relate to that and, you know, what else you need to help your mental health. If you have any questions on this specifically, I love to talk about organization stuff. I literally did an organization workshop at work. And like I said, I just recorded a podcast for work about this too. But you can always DM me on Instagram at Citrus Diaries with three S's or shoot me an email, honestly, at hello at citrusdiaries.com. And I'm more than happy to help you. But yeah, that's kind of how I look at boundaries and organizing my life. And it's really helped my mental health just feel like, okay, I can do it all. And I'm so against hustle culture and girl boss culture and all of that. But on the other hand, I am also like so for people doing all the things that they want to do and not feeling like, okay, just because I work a full-time job doesn't mean I can have passions and a side business and all of that. So I'm for all of that when you can do it with good mental health protections and stuff like that, which I feel like hustle culture and girl boss culture does not have. And I'm very happy that I've set up all these boundaries so that I can work my full-time job and I can have my business and I feel confident to do both of those things without being strung out. And that all comes down to boundaries because girl boss culture and hustle culture in my mind is trying to say like okay you're gonna do all these things and you're never gonna have a break and you're not gonna take care of yourself and like fuck boundaries that's kind of how I look at it and I think what I'm saying is a total opposite of it it's like yes we're gonna do all the things we're gonna be a badass but we're still taking care of our mental health we're still taking care of our physical health and we're probably going on our own healing and wellness journey at the same time so doing all the things is possible. You just have to set up boundaries and systems that work for you. So let's move into the ins and out list of this episode. This is like my favorite part of the episodes now. I really look forward to them. So I'm going to do my outs list first. And I feel like you're all going to laugh at the first one, which my first out is working. <laughs> and maybe this is because I have 
been a little overworked the past two weeks trying to get everything set with Citrus Diaries, you know, getting the season three of the podcast out there, restarting the newsletter. I've had a lot of client work. I've also been working on my website nonstop. And I'm just like, wow, I would love a break, but I'm also so happy with everything that I'm doing that I'm like, okay, so it's not really an out. It's not really an in. It's like an in-between. <laughs> but my next out is talking to anyone ever. Um, literally, I like laugh at myself. I wrote this like super fast before we started recording and I was like had just finished work and I've just like talked to so many people all day, every day that sometimes I'm like, wow, I wish I could not talk to anyone, but obviously that's not how it works. And I do get very lonely. So I don't know why I put that on here, but you all get my drift. My next out is mobile integration. If you're a web designer, you will get what I'm talking about. But basically if you don't know anything about web design, when you design a website, at least on Squarespace, I'm talking from that experience, you design the whole desktop version of the site. So like what it looks off, what it looks like on a laptop or like a desktop or anything like that. You design that version of the website. And then once you're done with it, you design the mobile version, which it used to be so hard on Squarespace. You'd basically have to custom code everything. It was an absolute pain, but they changed it. Now it's a little bit easier, but it's still wonky in its own right. And when I did the mobile integration for the Citrus Diaries website, I was like so angry about it because it just like didn't make sense and I was getting so frustrated and so I finally got that done and I'm like wow never again do I want to mess with my website because I never want to do the mobile integration again my next out is bucket hats I just feel like we're moving past bucket hat season this is no hate to bucket hats because I got a really cool corduroy bucket hats from the van store it was a collaboration with Anderson Pack, and it's such a sick bucket hat and I will be wearing it but I still just kind of feel like they're out because like the end of the season, but it's also corduroy. So I don't know. I'm still going to wear it. My next out is Ikea pillows. They suck. They suck. Um, my boyfriend has those at his apartment for me to sleep on and they're hard as a rock. And for somebody that's very migraine susceptible, they're absolutely horrible because they're so hard and I, I hate them. I really, really hate them. Next is business bank accounts. When I started Citrus Diaries, I set up a business bank account because for tax purposes, I thought it was going to be the best decision for me. Turns out I can basically get all the same tax write-offs just using my personal account and my business bank account decided to take out a shit ton of fees and I'm really, really mad about it. So screw PNC and business bank accounts. Next is paying for shipping. I'm really at the point where I'm like, just loop the shipping price into the actual item and put free shipping. Like just trick me into thinking I'm get a, getting a good deal instead of me looking at me like, oh my God, $8 in shipping. So just <laughs> trick me and make the product $8 more. Like, I don't know, just, you know, I'm tired of seeing that. And the next is making things healthier, which I'm gonna do a whole podcast episode on this because this has been something that's really been bothering me about the wellness industry recently. And that's, it's like the whole idea, and I've seen it a lot in reels, of like, oh, here's this recipe for, I saw this one, oh my gosh, I was livid. I saw this recipe, this girl was making soup and she was like, to make the soup healthier, we're gonna add an entire bag of coleslaw mix from Trader Joe's. And I was like, first of all, what is that doing for you? Giving you more greens, I guess? Okay, then eat a salad on the side if that's what you're worried about. But there's nothing wrong with the soup. It's just this trend that like everything needs to be healthy all the time and like everything that we eat needs to be like the epitome of health and I'm like 
we're moving too close to diet culture on that and like we're moving too close to like all the scary food logics that came from early YouTube and I just don't see any reason why you need to add a whole bag of coleslaw mix to a soup like it's not one of all first of all it's not going to work for every single soup second of all no like just enjoy what you want to enjoy and stop being so worried about everything being so healthy and convincing all these people that foods that they love are not healthy for them now obviously you know I like to go by everything in moderation I'm not going to eat like that for every single meal but if I want it for that meal and I want it and my body's craving it I'm going to eat it and I don't want to be convinced otherwise that I need to make everything in my life healthier because it's just going to lead people down the wrong path and they're going to feel less confident in their food choices and I think it's so wrong to make people feel less confident in their food choices when food scarcity and resources and finances and just your location is such a big thing when it comes to how you eat and like what food you put in your body and like putting this idea out there of like we need to make everything healthier is so unattainable for so many people and it just leads people to having issues around food so I'm going to get more into that in an episode soon but yeah that's an out that will forever be an out I think it's so fucking stupid the next is Christmas stuff being out already like it's bro it's literally the beginning of October I don't want to see Christmas stuff I don't I love Christmas I don't want to see it yet it already got cold overnight I don't want to see Christmas stuff yet so yeah now for my ins list now we're gonna go on the positive note (laughs) my first is chunky sweaters I love sweaters I love wearing a sweater I love anything about sweaters sweater time is my favorite time of year and quick backstory when I moved from New York to Columbus I had an entire bin of sweaters that were just magically lost and the moving company never recovered them they actually really didn't try that hard to look for them but they never recovered them and it it makes me really sad because it was most of my favorite sweaters that I got from my mom and my grandma and stuff like that and whatever so fuck that moving company that's why I'm never moving again with a moving company but yeah love sweaters I've started repurchasing a lot of sweaters and I'm really excited to find more sweaters at like vintage markets and makers markets in the coming weeks I've already found some really cute ones I found this yellow one from a girl her business is called dabble d-a-b-l and she's on Instagram I believe she has her own website but Oh, it's the cutest sweater. You can find pictures of it on my Instagram probably. My next in is the Vans hiking shoes, which sounds very random because I have not been hiking in a while. (laughs) But I saw them in a sneaker store in Columbus and they're just so cute and I just really like the style and they've inspired me that I really want to start hiking more. The next is cabins at like ski resorts and like cabins in the mountains. And I don't know, I've just seen a lot on Pinterest recently and it's just made me be like, ooh, I wanna get cozy in a cabin with like lots of blankets and a fireplace and maybe like a hot tub and cook some soup and like I don't know I just want all the cozy vibes right now my next in is Boston clogs oh my gosh when I tell you I literally almost shit my pants this morning because I was so excited I found this pair of Boston clogs like I'm not kidding I have been trying to find the Birkenstock Boston clogs in the bright green color which I found out is the Bottega Veneta green I think that's accurate that's what I saw on a lot of stuff but anyway I had been looking for them and I couldn't find them anywhere and they like sold out in so many places they weren't even reselling on StockX like whatever I couldn't find them anywhere and then I'm looking on the Birkenstock website this morning 
and just like randomly because I was like maybe they're back up even though I literally got an email from Birkenstock a couple weeks ago being like these are never coming back in stock and what do I see in the pit of my mental health battle this morning the shoes they came back in stock literally five less than five pair were back in stock in only my size and I was like this is a sign and that was before I realized that I wasn't depositing any of the money into my bank account and I was like no I this is a a moment of okay I need them and me buying this is somehow going to tell the universe to give me more money so I got the shoes I'm so excited they're supposed to be getting delivered soon after this recording so I'll have them by the time this episode goes live but I'm so excited and I'm crossing my fingers that they fit and that everything is good with them but I'm really really excited so those are a big in for me Boston clogs with socks big in next is matching sweatsuits the girls I work with always make fun of me but I'm a big athleisure girl. I'm not somebody who can work from home wearing jeans. Like I'm going to be comfortable. And I have a lot of like matching sweatsuits because they make me feel put together with still wearing sweatpants. And so, yeah, they're just a big in. I just love them. I love being comfy. I have like a lilac one. I have a maroon one and like a mint green one. And I really want this butter yellow one from Outdoor Voices, which brings me to my next in, which is a color butter yellow. I have done two branding projects recently that have butter yellow in them, and it's just such a good color. I'm so obsessed. There's a set at Outdoor Voices right now that's like a zip-up sweatshirt, pants, and then there's also the matching skirt and sports bra in this butter yellow. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. I think to buy all four pieces is like $300 or something. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to spend that. Like, bro, what the fuck? Like, you know, you don't need to be spending that. Maybe get like two of the pieces. But I really want it. Outdoor Voices, if you want to send me that set, please send it to me. I would love you forever. And the next is something that I did not realize that I did for a while. But that is talking to yourself. <laughs> I think I am one of those people that I have a very strong inner voice in my head. And I talk to myself a lot and I've only recently realized I started doing it because I'll be doing it in public like at the grocery store and then somebody will turn around and be like were you, were you talking to me and I'm like holy fuck no I was literally talking to myself that is so embarrassing and but it's an in like having a conversation with yourself keeping yourself company that is an in and my next is having your boyfriend or partner cook for you because I love feeding people so much. I love cooking a meal for somebody, but having somebody cook for you is such a sign of like love and compassion, especially when that person knows like you have been stressed out and you haven't been feeding yourself properly because you've been stressed out, which has been me recently. And it's just really nice to have somebody step up and do something as simple as cook you a meal or even just bring you a meal. So I love that. And my last in is estate sales. I am a huge estate sale girly. I love getting furniture and like home things. I've always loved doing that like thrifting and on Facebook marketplace and stuff. And my boyfriend has recently got me really into estate sales. And I got this orange chair, which is in my apartment, which there's probably a picture on my Instagram of it. This is like orange comfy side chair that's in this like suede material. And he got it for $1, $1 at this estate sale. Like, are you kidding me? And it's the chair and the ottoman. It's literally perfect. It matches my apartment perfectly. I was looking for a side chair and this one came in and I, wow. So from there, I've become very obsessed with estate sales and I don't think I've gotten anything else, but my boyfriend's gotten a couple things. He got these really cute mid-century modern dining chairs, which are perfect. And I would probably fight him to the death for them, but he's keeping them for now, but I might steal them in his sleep. And that brings me to the end 
of the episode. I am literally, I can't even tell you how excited I am to be back recording the podcast and how happy it makes me and that I'm just like happy to have another creative outlet where I can really share what's going on in my life because I definitely am the type of person where I do bottle up emotions and just having this time and this container to really talk about whatever's on my mind and talk about things that make me happy, make me sad, whatever it may be, are just really really great and I'm very very happy to have this community and yeah until the next episode thank you so much for tuning in to the Dear Citrus Diaries podcast if you want to connect with me and connect with the community you can follow along on Instagram at Citrus Diaries with three S's and on TikTok at Citrus Diaries also be sure to check out my website which is citrusdiaries.com you can find so many resources and things when it comes to wellness and food i have tons of recipes on there and my own personal wellness diary which you can look at for a little more inside scoop on everything that's going on also make sure to join our club on geneva well by cd to you know just join a big group chat of wellness lovers and if you have any questions always email me at hello at citrusdiaries.com or DM me on Instagram. And if you think one of your friends would enjoy this convo, please make sure to send it to them and leave a rating wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will catch you on the next episode.